Hey Achievers, this is Maya, founder of Healthy High Achievers. Join our global community and create healthier routines to avoid burnout and feel more calm and healthy. Let's get to it. Hey Achievers, I know I haven't been on here in a while, but well, let's say welcome back to season two <laughs> of the Healthy High Achievers podcast. I've been so focused on client work and just things started booming in, let's say, six months ago, and I completely lost focus on creating content and creating these videos for you and writing my blog and sharing my story. And I did get your messages and I got your emails um, and I know you're curious to hear more about my story and how I run my business with chronic disease and how's my life in Peru, right? My Belgian structured mind with my Peruvian flexible life. So I thought, let's just dive in again. Let's do it. I'm feeling the drive. I'm feeling motivated. And I promise I'll stick around with more personal stories and more interviews with guests who will also share their personal stories, building their businesses with burnout, with um, chronic disease, um, and sharing you their tips and tricks of how they find balance, how they find structure in their business and balance in their life. So ready? I felt like diving in with something I wrote a long time ago on my blog, but I never told you face-to-face, -face, let's say on YouTube, on my podcast, and that is my fibromyalgia recovery story. And it's kind of a personal story that in the beginning, so many people told me, Maya, you need to talk about your fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome. And I was like, ah, you know, because at some point it was chronic disease was something I kept a secret for a long time. Even now, many friends don't know what my health is like, what my day-to-day -day is like, because I found my own way and I found in many ways that it was better to keep it a secret, to just not admit my, I wanted to say limitations, that's not the right word, but just, it, it's mine, you know. I just had a feeling like, it's mine, people don't need to know, I function the way I function, and people don't even notice, so why bother? But when I started sharing my story, I keep getting so many reactions and emails that really warm my heart, and it makes me see that I was wrong. And I admit that I was wrong to not share my story because I see how it gives people hope. I see how it gives people motivation and a drive to find your own way in life. So, well, without further ado, here we go. So I think living with chronic disease was the hardest thing I had to learn at the age of 15. I did not understand my body. Doctors didn't understand my body either and I could see the doubt in all these doctors and specialists around me and and just people who saw me or family members and I, I could see them thinking and they literally told me like is it all in your head um it's probably in your head it's probably stress and when I couldn't rely on anyone to give me the answers I had to find my own solutions because I just knew that it wasn't all in my head I knew that something was not functioning well in my body and doctors just hadn't found it yet. So I knew there had to be some sort of solution that wasn't antidepressants or cortisone injections or lifelong painkillers. And believe me, I used to write a blog. It was in Dutch um, back when I was 15. And accidentally, 
it was an SEO hit on Google and people who would um, Google fibromyalgia or spasmophilia in Dutch, they found my blog and they would send me all these emails with um, their treatments, antidepressants, a year long of antibiotics, um, magnesium IVs. And I was like, these doctors are experimenting. What's happening, right? So that's that gave me to drive and I'm pretty stubborn. So being stubborn also helped me to go after my own solutions. And now 10 years later, I became a functional medicine certified health coach. I can work full time without a problem. I can dance salsa without feeling any pain. And I'm a professional singer and I'm living my best life in Cusco, Peru. And I extended that functional medicine to really helping entrepreneurs to structure their business and balance their life so that you can really listen to your own energy levels and build a business, build a life in a way that's aligned to you and that is kind to your body and your energy levels. So how did I get from being glued to my bed to living a thriving life? Let me give you just a little sneak peek into my life. It started out very much out of the blue when I was 15 and I would return from school feeling extremely tired. I started getting these extreme belly aches. My immune system stopped protecting me because I was catching every virus that was going around. My legs were hurting with every move I made. It was like knives in my hips all the freaking time. And last week, a client asked me, So how did you sleep? And I still don't know the answer to that question (laughs) because I know I refused to take painkillers and I know I was lying in my bed crying because of those pains in my hips. I don't know. I don't know how I fell asleep. I know I didn't sleep well. I know I would wake up exhausted even after 10 or 12 hours of sleep. But I think there was a lot of willpower there. Um, a lot of determination, a lot of there must be something, that kind of feeling. So when it started, after a month, I just couldn't even get up out of bed. I couldn't go to school. And my forever optimism made me get out of bed and be like, today I'm better. Today I can do this. And I would go to the bathroom to get ready. I would hold on to the sink as soon as I felt my legs shaking. And I had to admit to myself, I can't do it today. I can't go to school. And that was the hardest part, admitting I couldn't do it. Because I had grown up with competitive sports. You know, for 10 years, some of you don't know this. Many of you don't know this. But for over 10 years, I was doing competitive sports. And I was jump roping. Yeah, really. From when I was six years old until my 16. And literally, we were trained in this way where... If there was a little trick or record we were trying to break or um, if I dared to say I can't do that, I had to do 10 push-ups every time. That's something I learned at the age of six. I was trained to never ever say that I cannot do something. And so here I was having to, with all these muscle aches and health issues, having to actually listen to my body and admit that I couldn't go to school. I felt disappointed every single day by my body's limits. So I didn't have a good relationship with my body. I felt like it was limiting me from everything I wanted to be doing in life. And a normal reaction is to go to the doctor who might send you over to a specialist 
who will tell you what's wrong with you and what you can do about it, right? You get a diagnosis and then you get a treatment, period. So then you go to that specialist with full trust and belief that you will get fixed soon, right? Now, I had hope every time I went to a different doctor and every time I got the same answers. It's all in your head. There's nothing wrong with you. You should just start moving more and it's probably because you're 15 and it's a difficult age and you should just spend less time on the couch. Until I got a different answer one year later from someone who was specialized in chronic illness, internal illnesses. And she said, you have fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome. There's nothing you can do about it. You can take some physiotherapy sessions to learn how to move without pain. But you, you know, you just have a small energy bucket and you need to learn how to live with it. And I left that hospital that day. I still remember that feeling so well. At first, I felt relieved. I was like, oh, there's a name, you know, that I have something. There is something in my body and I'm not crazy. I'm not, I'm not faking it. You know, I have a chronic disease. I have something. And I could finally answer the question that I got every day from people. So what do you have? I could finally answer that question. Oh, so I have fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome. But then I realized that just that name meant nothing. So as I got home and I started thinking about it, something just felt wrong. This, this couldn't be it. There must be something more. There must be a solution. Do I just have to accept it and live my whole life with it? I don't want that. So I wrote that blog that I told you about. I even got interviewed for a national magazine in Belgium. And I got so many comments from people struggling. And as they were telling me about all their different treatments, I was shocked. It looked as if doctors were just experimenting, trying to trying whatever they believed would be the solution. And I decided I was not going to accept any kind of medical treatment at that moment. I felt determined to find a natural solution, even though I didn't know what functional medicine is. I didn't know if I could do anything about it. I started studying everything I could study about meditation, mindfulness, positive psychology, healthy habits, nutrition, uh, stress, everything. And I got better year by year by being very strict with my sleeping schedule going to school part-time, doing a, a body scan meditation three times a day to truly listen to my body. And I even went to a psychotherapist to help cope with my limitations and, and perfectionism. And I completely adapted my life to my body's limits so that I didn't even get confronted with it that much. So from my 15 to my 19 years old, I did not have a normal teenage life. I lost all my friends and I found one new best friend. She's still my best friend so many years later. She was also a misfit at school. Um, I didn't have any boyfriends. I couldn't even go for a drink. I didn't have the luxury to worry about normal teenage stuff. I was worrying about being able to walk without a cane, being able to go to school, being able to see my one friend without overdoing it. Being able to walk up the stairs when my mom took me to the concert of my favorite band. I had to become extremely smart with my tiny, tiny energy bucket. Calculate what I can I can, and cannot do in a day and fully prioritize my self-care. 
So this probably rings a bell for some of my clients. Uh, hence, this is where I got my expertise from, mostly apart from my health coaching training and certification. It mainly comes from my own extreme experiences with chronic fatigue and pain. That makes me an expert now in scheduling without overdoing it, leaving empty spaces, listening to your body, all that stuff that I keep talking about. So I know that you sometimes hear me say that fibromyalgia is a trash can diagnosis, okay? Fibromyalgia is real. Chronic fatigue syndrome is real, but they are just names. For a group of symptoms. Fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, ME, they don't say anything about where the symptoms are coming from. And every person with these diagnoses have different causes and different solutions. And that's what I learned later in my functional medicine studies. But way before that, I already felt like doctors were just putting all these different kinds of people in these boxes when they had no clue what was going on in their bodies. So what was causing my fibromyalgia? I'll get into that a bit later. But first, Peru. That was a turning point. So 19, then I went to university. I actually split my three years of university into four years. And I had always dreamt of traveling to South America. Studying Spanish was my hobby ever since I was 14. And I'm just that touchy-feely person. I feel great around Latin people. So when my chance came to do a three-month internship in Cusco, Peru, I was scared. I was scared of how my body would react to a 3,400 meters altitude. I was scared of working full-time. I was scared of having to go upstairs, million stairs in Cusco and not being able to visit Machu Picchu. But despite the fear, I jumped on that plane and traveled with the attitude of, I can jump on a plane back home if things get really bad. You know? And that's actually something my mom helped me with. Because I almost canceled. I swear, I sat there on my bed looking for cancellation policies of my flight. I almost didn't go. And then my mom was like, what's the worst thing that could happen? If you feel really bad, if you can't do it, you just come back. And you do a different internship in Belgium, period. So after one week of being in, in Cusco, Peru... I ended up in the hospital with a parasite and salmonella. My God, I wrote it down here to talk about this. I don't even know if I want to dive into, <laughs> into that whole story. I think in total, I've been hospitalized like five times in Cusco the first three years. Um, but anyway, now I'm doing fine. But back then, my microbiome wasn't strong enough to handle such different bacteria and to adapt to the local food. But I made friends from the first week and they visited me in a hospital with board games and I was never alone. And that, that was just one of the craziest moments for me, being on the other side of the world, not knowing anyone, hospitalized for the first time in my life. I had never even been hospitalized in my life. Hospitalized on the other side of the world, not know a place where you supposedly not know anyone. And then all of a sudden I had these Peruvians visiting me bringing me bread and board games and just being with me, you know, being, forming my new Peruvian family. So slowly but surely, my personality started thriving in Cusco. My body started climbing up those stairs. I didn't need a cane. My energy levels were increasing. I could work full time. And then right after I would go salsa dancing, 
I used my Spanish to make many local friends. I started singing in bars and hotels. I still do. And I couldn't believe how my life was unfolding right in front of me in only three months time. I couldn't figure out why my health was improving. And I think that's the biggest, um, that's the biggest change. Like first my health was improving. And then I was asking myself, so why? And in the end, it was a combination of things. Warm people, sunlight, dry mountain air, natural local foods, a spontaneous schedule so I could listen to my body. So Peruvians do this all the time. And I have a I have a couple of um, episodes that talk about my Peruvian lifestyle where you can read more about it. But really not having a schedule and having a very spontaneous social life is what helps me a lot with my health. So I knew I had to stay longer. I was like, there's more for me here after those three months. Peru isn't done with me yet. And so I stayed six months more, a year more, another six months, three months became three years. And um, I learned so much about health in that time. And now I've been here for seven years. <laughs> and I swear I tried returning to, to Belgium. After three years, I tried going back for a year. And now I learned that I went back to Belgium for a purpose, not to stay there, but I had something to pick up in Belgium to then come back here and implement. And that was functional medicine. So I have always worked in management. I've always done operations management, general management, and the health stuff was just for myself. You know, it was just for to improve my own health, to find my own solutions. But when I dove into functional medicine and I discovered I could actually look at the health, like the, the root cause of my health, of my symptoms, I dove into this whole new world of health coaching and the coaching skills and um, systems biology and working together with doctors, helping other people with chronic disease. That's why I had to go back to Belgium, okay? Not only to go to a functional medicine practitioner myself, but also to start this new career path because otherwise I w I'd still be working in a company today, not knowing what was happening, not knowing that my root cause, spoiler alert, was in my liver. Okay, so let me just back up there. So nobody had ever tried to go upstream and figure out the cause of my symptoms. They had never checked my hormonal balance. They had never checked my, my gut health and microbiome. They had never checked how my liver was functioning. They never checked toxicity, heavy metals, or mold in the body. They had never gone further than a simple scan of the bowels, of the heart, the muscles, and say... Everything looks fine. So everything looks fine, but how it is functioning. And that's what functional medicine is about. You know, that's when this practitioner helped me make, make a whole timeline from birth to now. Help look at the root cause. Where did things go wrong in my body? What was happening? What was the combination of triggers of those muscle aches and extreme fatigue? And in the end, my root cause... If you click through to the blog post, you can see a more detailed explanation of everything that was going on in my body. But the main cause was my liver. My liver, when we did some tests, was just filled up with heavy metals, toxins, mainly plastic, rubber, and gasoline. Mostly from what you inhale or what you put on your skin that your body has to process. So no normal doctor, when you go in with muscle aches, will start looking at your liver. 
you know, from the muscles to the liver. But in functional medicine, it's like that whole picture. So if your liver doesn't have the right enzyme um, in that whole detoxification pathway in your body to get rid of toxins, then your liver is not functioning well, which means it's not, it's also one of the examples. It's, it's not, your liver is the place where your vitamins are stored. So then if your vitamins are not stored pro properly and uh, it's not sent to your cells or your cells can't absorb all that good stuff that it needs to function, then of course you get muscle aches and extreme fatigue. So it's a whole cascade of symptoms. Hence, which is why I'm here right now. I'm feeling great. I'm still in Peru and I found my root cause and I dove into functional medicine. And then I realized functional medicine wasn't the main thing I was supposed to be doing. Today, I'm just that support, that business support, life support, to create balance, to listen to your body, to know if I hadn't believed my own stubbornness at the age of 15, if I had agreed on all these treatments that weren't going to do anything, my life would have been way different. So I'm here to support you, to listen to yourself, listen to your body, find your own path, find your own way, look at your health in a more holistic way and know that you can build a business no matter what your health situation is. It doesn't matter if you had a burnout before, um, if you're very sensitive or if you're having, I don't know, if you're fatigued or if you have a very busy life, lots of stress, there is a way, but it needs to be your way. I think that's the main message here. When you listen to my story and my path, it's been very unique and I'm still managing my business in a very unique way. And you can read more about that on my blog, in different podcast episodes. I always show you that I'm not doing a nine to five. I'm busy. I'm very good at using that energy bucket that I have. And honestly, I still don't know if my, if my energy bucket is as big as yours. I don't know. I don't know if the size of my energy bucket is as big as your energy bucket or a normal energy bucket, but it's mine and I'm living with it and I'm doing everything I want to be doing in my life with no limitations. And I'm constantly finding that balance because I was 15 when I learned this skill and it's a skill. That's what it is. I was 15 when I learned how to listen to my body, balance my energy, and use my energy for the things that really matter to me, the things that are really important to me, and not waste any of that precious, precious energy because I know what it's like to not have it. I know what it's like to not be able to walk without a cane. I know what it's like to go to a birthday party and not be able to dance with everyone. I, I had to sit on a, on a chair on the side and, and go home before midnight. And I had to rest two days before and two days after to be able to actually just be there present. So I've been to the extremes of a body burning out and a body without energy and a really small energy bucket, not being able what I wanted to be doing in life. So I'm here telling you that you can learn. You can learn to be your body's best friend, to be your own best friend, and to design your life, shape your life in a way that honors your energy bucket and honors your passions and allows you to do everything you want to be doing and learning everything you want to be learning. Because I know we're 
we're high achievers, we're healthy high achievers, and we love being in a million online courses and businesses at the same time. So this was a snippet. This was a part of my story, an overview that I just wanted to kick off this second season with. I thank you so much for being here. And I'd love to for you to just tell me in the comments um, in what way my story inspires you or what you're going to be doing to honor your energy bucket just a little bit more, just one tiny step at a time. I'll see you in the next one. Achievers and take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did recording it. Please, please, please subscribe and review my podcast. It would mean the world to me. See you in the next episode.